I guess, type A personality, sometimes a laundry list of tasks can be really overwhelming. And so being able to sort them and tag them and having those pieces there, it allows you to know exactly what's on your plate for that day and not have to worry about all the other days because it's taken care of sitting there waiting for you. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Casey Ackerman. Casey went from dental office manager to being furloughed due to COVID to run a six-figure business in less than two years. Casey is a certified business manager and ClickUp expert, and she's helped over 1,000, you heard that, 1,000 businesses streamline their business with ClickUp. She helps CEOs save tens of hours a week, increase their profit, and do all sorts of other rad stuff. She is also a Netflix binger, allergic to alcohol. (laughs) She's a sports fan, bike rider. She's obsessed with her friends. And welcome to the program, Casey. How's it going? <laughs> it's good. It's good. I'm I'm pumped. Like to talk about ClickUp, right? Or I mean, I know ClickUp's a tool, and we're not here to like promote ClickUp, and they're not a sponsor, and I don't really care whether they make money or not. But I think what I what I want to hit is like helping business owners, like or an agency owner specifically, like organize their agency using that tool and, and how to think about it the right way. You know, how to yeah. how to start to identify like what part of their business should go into a tool like that, how to get teams to adopt it. I mean, all that stuff that you probably are just like living in every day. If we can give some people some like quick hit tactics around this stuff, I think it's going to be an awesome session. Yes. And that's mainly who I work with now um, are agencies typically in the marketing digital side. So I will have a lot of info to give out. Before we get into the fun stuff... You know, why Why helping people with business processes? I mean, what was like, what's the, I mean, I, I can tell you from my perspective, building my business processes all day isn't like, that's not where I want to spend my time. <laughs> my team's going to listen to this and be like, yeah, uh-huh, right? So for you, like what was, what What about that it excites you? So it's interesting. Um, this actually, I think, started when I was probably a like eight-year-old child. <laughs> my stepfather had his own business and my mom did all the office side of things. And I was in there helping her at like eight years old. I was like, I was obsessed with it. I loved it. Um, in high school, I would what, like... What, what did you do out. to help a business organize and optimize operations at eight? I just want to like... Oh, no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> it was more like, you know, I was eight years old, obviously. I probably yeah. wasn't doing much. But... I would like write checks for her and then she would sign them, obviously, if they were correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. The eight-year-old signing go, checks. I would go into QuickBooks and like enter in the invoices and the materials that he was an electrician. So um, like the materials that were used and like I was doing that stuff yeah. and it was so much fun to me. I loved it. And 
you know, that has obviously progressed in, into the strategy and actually building stuff now, but it has literally always been just with me. Yeah. And it's just my personality. It's very, you know, type A and very organized OCD style, you know, all those things that probably yeah. most organized people are. But I decided, why don't I make money doing it? <laughs> I just, and look, I'm sure you have innate talent in this area, but I do just want to have our listeners who are not eight years old and they're still doing their own bookkeeping and they're still writing their own checks. You know, I just want to have them recognize, like if you're still holding on to that accountability, you could literally have an eight year old, you know, come in <laughs> and help you do your bookkeeping. Right. I hope no, no like bookkeepers or CPAs are listening to this. I, I know it's more nuanced than that, but like, you know, I think there's a lot of people that are for some reason, like, cause it touches the money in the business, right? Like literally an eight year old yeah. can do that. So. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. So you've got that like natural tendency to like put things in buckets, put labels on them work them through a process, check them off a list. I, I love having people that like love checking things off lists like near me because sometimes like I'm not that person. And so having people that are like, oh, I'm going to build a list and I'm going to check things off and I'm going to get this done. And like, it's just very refreshing. Yeah, that's that's my MO. Like I, I love it. But you know, it's actually... So there's the list and there's the checking off, but then there's the automation side of it where mm. you don't have to build the list anymore or you don't have to necessarily check it off anymore because there's ways to automate different pieces of your process. And that's actually where it gets even more exciting because then now you are literally eliminating like wasted time, if you will, you know? Can, can you give us an example of how you could take a process from here's this thing that I have to check off lists and then here's how I could actually automate this with some some cool ninja stuff? Yeah. Um. So like the... The, if you're just getting started, setting up a template of your process. And so you can use that for every single client over and over. So you're not building that, that checklist every single time. You can also set things up where if it's, you know, set by a custom field, it will close the task for you or it will move it into a different, you know, area of the project based off of when it needs to be done. So I also use ClickUp in a sense of, you know, sometimes I work with people for a week and we have different tasks going on based off of the day of the week. Mm. And so we can sort all of that. So it's not just this laundry list, you know, of overwhelming tasks. And I think when you don't have the, I guess, type A personality, sometimes a laundry list of tasks can be really overwhelming. And so being able to sort them and tag them and having those pieces there, it allows you to know exactly what's on your plate for that day and not have to worry about all the other days because it's taken care of sitting there waiting for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you don't, you don't fall behind on those days and then they like <laughs> snowball. You always have a buffer day. You always have a buffer day. <laughs> a buffer day. day. There we go. First gold nugget. Don't have five days of tasks on your calendar. Have a buffer day that you can come in yes. and kind of 
kind of clean up up the mess. Um, yes. So for like the busy agency owner whose calendar is packed with client calls, prospect calls, like I guess any advice for people that like don't have the buffer day or don't have, you know, they don't have that afternoon to sit down with like a project management system, like click up and like organize and like get everything kind of tidy. They're just like one meeting to the next meeting. And they're just, they're just trying to make things work in, in terms of like growing the business or keep their team aligned. Like how do they get the time to be able to implement some business ops systems with something like ClickUp? Um, I would actually say if you're that busy, you should not be doing it yourself. You should hire somebody. Mm. I think that's the first thing there because if you if you have so many... And also actually probably get those client calls off of your plate and actually hand those off to an account manager of some sort that you know is maybe like a lead of some sort on your team that can kind of handle those. Mm. Because if you fill your entire schedule with meetings all day, every day, at what point are you going to be able to actually grow your business or scale it if you're not, you know, dropping off some of those pieces? So the first thing is not building out your systems and definitely hiring somebody to do that. And that could be a systems expert. It could be an OBM that you bring on retainer. It could be, you know, a supervisor that you like already that's on your team and kind of giving them that the ownership. But then also looking at your day to day. Cause if you're, if you're that busy for five days, I say you need to audit yourself. And I can guarantee <laughs> there's stuff to take off your plate. <laughs> audit myself, right? That would be a good... Uh, yeah, probably a good use of time for most of our listeners. Like what would that... I guess... Tell me a little bit about your process to go into uh, an agency because, you know, and maybe maybe I'm, I'm speaking from an extreme case of, you know, what you might uncover. But I imagine when you go and work with a business like... You know, it's it's like I imagine sometimes like a house cleaner coming over to my house. It's like, you know, like if I didn't tidy up ahead of time, it's like I find myself apologizing. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Things aren't usually this messy, right? Like I'm sure you've seen right. like kind of a, a some hot messes. Like what's the oh, what's yeah. the craziest thing that you've had to like come into and, and fix? So typically when it's a fix mode, I actually choose to start over um, rather than try and like fix what they have. Um, and mainly because it's a fresh set of eyes. And so me trying to fix something or redo something is honestly not worth my time or their time. But basically, there's oftentimes, you know, I'm talking to the owners and they're li listing off this their, their tasks and I'm like, you shouldn't be doing half of these. And I'm sitting there telling them like, the next thing you need to do is hire this type of person so that you can focus more on those prospect calls of getting those sales, getting those clients, mm. those types of things. And so when we're talking time audits as well, you know, um, I like to set a like 20 minute timer Okay. Literally every 20 minutes and you are writing down the things that you did. So a time audit with like your client, the owner or their team where... Yeah. yeah so I usually do it with the owner um, to see what they're doing. Because 90% of the time the owner is doing quite a few tasks um, okay. that they don't need to be doing. And so it's a week process though. So they will for Monday through Thursday or Friday or whatever, at least three days they will go through and literally write down everything that they've done. And then we go over that and I say, okay, this, 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 we're going to build out a process for you so you can hire somebody or put this on one of your team members, your current team members, because you don't need to be doing these things. And 
they usually they're scared or apprehensive, you know, kind of like what you said of like, if you're still doing all of your bookkeeping or writing checks, you know, it's something you got to let go. But it's just letting them see the other side of that. Because if they had, you know, four hours a day in mundane wasted time tasks, what would they be doing with that time? They would probably be making more connections. They'd probably be scaling their agency to something they probably didn't even think could happen because they felt so bogged down. So I like to just uncover all of those pieces. And I'm like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> I say that a lot when we work together. <laughs> what's what's the biggest pushback you get from people on, you know, like I, I conceptually, I could get people being like, oh yeah, I know I shouldn't do that. But then they're mm-hmm. like, they keep doing it. Yeah. And I think the pushback is because they they don't know how to hand it off. They don't know how to build that process. They don't know how to feel confident in giving that process to somebody else. And so that's where I come in and we build it together. And I'm like, okay, this is how you're going to know that you can confidently hand this off because it's either in ClickUp or there's an SOP written for this exact task of how you do that. And, you know, we're even talking the person does this, the owner does the sales call, but then someone else takes it from there and takes care of all of the onboarding and all of the, you know, bells and whistles that come along with that. They don't need to be doing all of that. Somebody else can come in and take it on from there and get that client up to speed, get them added into their project management tool, get them assigned to the correct people, do the introductions. Like the owner doesn't need to be doing all of it. And so building a process is usually what makes it feel most comfortable. And that's where the pushback is usually because they're like, well, what about this? And what about that? And like, I really want the client to know that we love them. And I'm like, they're going to because this is your team, you know, like this is a an extension of you, you know. Yeah. I, I see that a lot, right? Where people resist. Um yeah, I almost like I almost wonder like how much of what you end up doing. I was gonna say coaching, but then I was like, maybe it's like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it is. Right? I'm like, I'm trying to coax them out of their comfort zone a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're like, you know, like you're, you're like if your website says like, I will like uh, operational systems therapy, like I don't know how many customers you'd get, but you know, probably like, <laughs> I'm going to help you set up ClickUp systems. But it ends up that that's like 10% of what you do. And, you know, 80% is like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can delegate yes. this, right? I promise. It, it really is. There's a lot of you can delegate this because mm. so much does not have to be on the owner. And so much can also be automated to allow your team to be really efficient as well. And also actually like working at your company. That's a big piece too. You know, you might go through a lot of team members. We see that often when I work with people is they can't hold a team member. Well, it's because... You may be slacking and voxing and emailing them 17 things a day and there's no system. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing, when they're supposed to be doing it. And so building out these systems empowers your team as well to really like focus and be efficient, give out the best client work, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. What are, what are some of the like, I guess, I mean, just, just to get like started with, with unpacking what I should be putting into a system like ClickUp. I mean, I know you do your audit, right? Some people maybe on this show will reach out and just say, Hey, Casey, I'm too busy. Like you do it for me. But like, what, what are some things you could tell our people about, you know, that might be kind of low hanging fruit of, of like, where are some, some, just some quick wins, right? That if they, if they got this into a system, it might help them to get an hour back, right? Whereas you're going to help them get 10 hours back. Yeah. I would say, first of all, just centralizing your business. So that's immediately going to save you time. And that means like, instead of using 
Google Drive, Slack, Trello, like all these different pieces, centralizing that into, I obviously prefer ClickUp, but if there's a different project management tool that they like to centralize that. That's the first thing that's going to give them the best bang for their buck because every single team member and them are going to log into one place to do their work. Another thing is having your having your services in in a project management tool. That's going to be even if you guys are still, you know, building it every single time and you know, you're kind of flying on the seat of your pants, it's still going to save you time because like I said, you're not looking through emails for tasks, you're not like trying to communicate 17 different ways. It's all right there. So that would be probably the best thing, yeah, for your buck. Mm, it's a central place. Don't I mean we've fallen into the kind of this trap, I think, of using like overusing Slack to some degree. We have all these like feeds, you know, all these like triggers and forms that just like go into Slack, right? And then we end up kind of managing some of the business, you know, directly within there versus a centrally managed platform like ClickUp. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners could probably relate to that, right? It's just like, oh, I can, this is like this great feed. Like it just has all the information flowing through it, right? But then things kind of fall through the cracks because you're just looking at like the new thing or you're looking at the unread thing, right? Uh, And so how like, you know, how could somebody like myself look at, you know, Slack or whatever and say, how can I move this stuff over into into a ClickUp environment successfully? Yeah, so... I totally agree about overusing Slack. Um, and you, you like hit the nail on the head of like you start missing things, things fall through the cracks because Slack isn't reminding you that that one thing, you know, is a message five days ago. Um, once it's read, it's read. And so really focusing, the first thing I would say is anything task related should not be in Slack. So if you should not be giving tasks to people through a chat form, it should be like in ClickUp or wherever um, with a due date, with an assignee, because like I said, once you read it, it's gone. And unless you, unless you know to like mark it on red and go check your unreads and stuff, like especially if there's multiple people on that feed and you have, you know, 20 messages to scroll through and try and find. So that's the first thing I would say is, Anything task-related should not be in there. And Slack does integrate with ClickUp, which is awesome. So you could essentially put something together where you have a ClickUp channel and you are typing out tasks directly there and it's creating the task inside ClickUp. So you as the owner doesn't have to make a huge change, but then your team is being alerted like, hey, this task has been added for you. Here's the due dates. This needs to be done type thing. Um, so you can still use them you know, together, Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white-label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white-label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white-label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white-label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white-label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. So then I could still be like, instead of being like, hey, so-and-so, follow up with this customer, 
I'd say like, hey, so-and-so follow this customer. And then the next line would be like slash whatever. And then it'd be like adding that to that person's like backlog. Yes. So they're, they feel like, oh, wow, this, this was something I can actually like, I don't have to like remember that Slack thing. I can just like, maybe I can reply back to it. But at the end of the day, I know that's somewhere that I can see on a dashboard. Yes, correct. Yeah. And it helps the owner too, because 90% of the time, what I also see is the owner doesn't want to be managing the project management tool, but they don't necessarily have someone on their team. So they still want to do the things of how they're doing, you know, in their day to day. But at when it push comes to shove, you still need something to keep your team on track. Right. And so that's why I like that integration because the owner can still push out, you know, type out a task really quickly and it will automatically create that or type it out in Slack and then it automatically creates it and click up for you Yeah. Um, rather than you having to do all that work. Yeah. Okay. When, like, what's a, what's a space where this like doesn't work? None. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, I'm, I'm going to have our operations lead Amber listen to this episode because like you and her are, you know, are, are, you know, <laughs> You are you are cut I, from the same cloth. Um, well, so oh, so like when it comes to like team, I know for a lot of agency owners, like they build a tool or they implement a tool, and then getting people to like use the tool, it's like you know you think oh like everybody just put your things in the tool right, and then people do work. It's on the tool. They're not checking their time. They're not checking their tasks. They're you know not checking things off. They're not actually using it right, and then and then you end up with like two sources of truth right. Like what's Mm-hmm. Like, how do we get team to adopt this stuff? It's a slow burn, I would say. Um, so when when agencies have large teams, you know, and lar- by a large team, I would say anywhere from like six, seven or more, I would always recommend onboarding them slowly. So not just saying like on a Monday, hey, by the way, we're using this new tool yeah. and here you go. And But I mean like a three, four week process of like, Here's the new tool that we're going to be using. Here's what's been built for us. This is the process. Who has questions? Like having meetings around it. I even offer to go into those meetings as well. Part of my support package portion of it to help the team acclimate if they're not familiar with ClickUp um, to help the team. And I always, I always even like getting feedback from the team too, because if I build something that the team isn't going to use because it doesn't make sense to them, I want to know that so that I can go back in and, you know, play with something and hopefully change it to where they'll use it. Another piece of this though is a little bit of tough love. It comes down to like being the owner of your business and being the manager of your business and saying like, you know, if after those, if after that onboarding phase goes and they're still not using it, then maybe having a meeting with them. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. You know, I mean, it it is your business, you know, and, and you, you invested time and resources into something to make everyone's life easier and you want them to use it. So it just, it does take time though, I would say. Casey, I love this conversation. You got a quick uh, minute to do our lightning round? I'll try. Yeah. (laughs) I'm usually bad at these. (laughs) What is the best advice you've ever received? I don't know. Something cliche, like don't give up. (laughs) (laughs) Which of your personal habits contributed most to your success? Uh, My organization habits. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app besides ClickUp that you think our listeners would find valuable? No. (laughs) (laughs) I love ClickUp too much. (laughs) And what book would you recommend for our listeners? Oh, this is a good one. Systemology by David Ooh, Jennings. Um, very good. good. Yeah, I, I have personally been referred that book 
but I don't think it's come up on our show yet. So that's super cool. Um, check that out. Systemology. We, all, we will link out to click up for this episode at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Casey, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Yeah, I do have a ClickUp roadmap. So if you're new to ClickUp, you can grab that and it helps you kind of set it up from start to finish. Um, and then also you can find me on Instagram. Come say hello. Uh, and also CaseyAckerman.com. Sweet. We will link out to CaseyAckerman.com. We'll link out to your Insta profile. We'll also link to your you're getting started with ClickUp uh, tools. So check that all out at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're listening to this week of, you'll see Casey's photo at the top there. Click on her and you'll get all those tools, takeaways, nuggets. And hopefully this episode inspires you to get your back office stuff set up and organized and nice and tidy so that one day you can be one of these CEOs saving tons of time a week like the ones that work with Casey. Casey, thanks so much for stopping by the program today. Thank you so much for having me. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.